Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. podcast by now if you know the drill it's tuesday so it's our hot sheet podcast with jeff in massachusetts and josh in north carolina that's the parrot and the bear for another episode of hot sheet podcast as the season winds down jeff how are you doing not too bad man not too bad uh had a week off from the park you know no cape cod league anymore and uh all the team the only teams that were around were new hampshire playing hartford in Hartford, and why would I drive to Hartford to see New Hampshire? Who I see in New Hampshire, and I've seen Hartford plenty, so did not make the drive this week. But that means that I missed one of our hot sheet guys, unfortunately. Actually, a couple of them. Um, but I do have Binghamton, and the Rumble Ponies are going to be live and direct in New Hampshire this week. So they're going to miss Tidwell this evening. We're going to be there tomorrow uh, on Wednesday to see Tyler Stewart, and uh, should get a couple more of those pitchers and all those new trade acquisitions as well. So it's going to be exciting. Is it me? I know your room is pretty dark right there. Are you, do you have your back to the camera? No, I'm in my bedroom and like, I just have all the lights off in the house because I'm running the air conditioning. Uh, and uh, I am one of these people where I want to maximize cool during the hot part of the day by not having any windows. Open. I could have sworn you were doing this with your back to me and I was very no. confused. No. Um, yeah. Uh, last week, who did I see? Boy, I went to went to Winston-Salem for one game to see Luis Perales and Kyle Teal and Roman Anthony and Cutter Coffey and Anthony Coffey and Teal didn't play. So I got a few innings of Luis Perales. Uh, saw a couple games of Greensboro for Tremar Johnson. I was there when he got hit in the hand with a pitch. Um, frankly, I thought his season was over at that point with how bad it looked, but he was back the, a couple days later and had a grand slam. Um, saw Bubba Chandler during that, and I saw Yoniel Curette. Uh, this week I might have a week off from the parks. Um, oh, I also saw AJ Smith Shaver with the Braves, uh, when they were in Durham. Um, Oof, st- stacked week for you, man. Yeah, it's weird that I don't even remember any of it. it. Seems like that was 40 years ago at this point. Um, I'm at the point where I've taken certain credentials off my lanyard and thrown them in the memories box because I'm done with certain parks for the year um this week columbia is in zebulon and fayetteville is in down east and i think that's it um but this week is going to be a heavy writing editing week with the mag because it goes next week and i leave for quasi oregon vacation uh, a week from today so i'll be seeing a little bit of eugene and uh, a little bit of hillsborough a couple of weeks but let's talk about hot sheet um it's led this week by lazaro montez a really really powerful uh mariners prospect who is a big boy with a big bat who hits balls really far um (laughs) you know he's gonna i'm working on the the acl top 20 he's gonna be in there somewhere uh 
I'm not even withholding information. I couldn't tell you where at this point, but he's going to be in there. And uh, he did what he does this week. He hit balls very, very far. Um, his exit velocities are insane. And I've pretty much described them to you in a nutshell. Uh, big boy, big power, big exit velos. Um, might not play right field. Probably a first baseman DH down the line. Okay. Uh, but further down the list, uh, Jeff, there's a guy you have in one of your systems. I don't think you've seen him yet. And I didn't either because I went to Eugene to see a stacked Spokane team, but that was the day that Sterling Thompson went on the IL. So I missed him the uh, three or four games I saw Spokane. But <laughs> you've talked to people, Jeff. Uh, what do you yeah. like about Sterling Thompson? Yeah, and, I, and, you know, I tend to watch a lot of Northwest League games when I get back to the house after the park or as sort of my late-night game once the kids are finally in bed, if I can sneak one. Um, so I've seen a fair amount of, of Spokane throughout the season. I've seen Thompson you know, obviously remember him from, from college as well. Um, you know, played at a big program in Florida, was on TV consistently. So he was a guy that we definitely had some access to in terms of watching as an amateur. Um, I think the things that I love most about Thompson is just it's the plate skills. Um, the bat to ball ability is well above average to maybe plus plus. Um, you know, it's somewhere in that range. You want to call it like a hard plus fine. Um, you know, I, I don't want to go too crazy because, you know, obviously we've only seen a few weeks in the upper levels now. Um, so it's a limited track record, but do you think that those skills are legitimate? I mean, um, you know, as of a couple of weeks ago, uh, in terms of his numbers, it was, you know, in zone, uh, swing and miss rate was like 11, 12%. Um, <laughs> so that kind of gives you an idea of what the contact rate is, uh, not an aggressive swinger, um, but not overly passive as well so i think it's a real nice balance of like approach and contact um the angles aren't bad uh he doesn't hit the ball that hard though um pretty low it's like an 85 mile per hour average exit velocity so that's a little concerning um i want to see how it plays up but he does have um a really high level hit tool um gets a fair amount of barrels for how low his exit velocities are um, really high sweet sweet spot number, which is just, you know, in terms of getting it on that special sort of angle and part of the bat. Um, and he's performed all year long. You know, a guy that doesn't K a whole lot, um, doesn't walk a ton, but kind of walks enough, like at an average rate, um, that with his bat to ball skills, it's it's a really nice combination. So I'd say he can just overall plate skills is my thing with, with Sterling Thompson, which is a skill set that will play up in Coors if he ends up there at, at some point in the next couple of years. Um, but, you know, he's been promoted pretty aggressively and it is a, a high level um, hit tool. It's just a matter of where does he fit defensively? Maybe not a third baseman long-term and they have some better defensive third baseman and shortstops in that, in that organization that are sort of on a similar timeline as him. He may end up in left field, um, but the bat, the bat plays anyway. It's just a matter yeah. of can you add a little more power. I think it'd be interesting to see him face one of the uh, the other guys on our list. Uh, that would be Jacob Mizierowski, who had a career day uh, in his most recent start for Double A Biloxi um, when he went six innings and struck out twelve. I think he had one hit and three walks or something. But, you know, he started the year slowly, not in terms of stuff, but in terms of workload. They built him up very slowly. I think his first outing was one inning, which 
if I if you're not if Zebulon, you don't you can't see the guy pre warming up. You think, oh goodness gracious, has he lasted one inning and gotten hurt? But it was a, a slow burn buildup, and now he's up to six innings in that particular outing. I mean, you if you saw the futures game, you saw him. His stuff is deadly. Uh, big fastball, big breaking ball, pretty decent, yeah, pretty decent uh, curveball as well. Change up in there too. When everything's working, good luck. And I think it was Mississippi that found out that way. Uh, if everything is working, and it was, they didn't really have a prayer. Um, I still think it'd be very interesting to see if the Brewers uh, make the playoffs. And I, I, I fully cop to not knowing where the Brewers are in the race right now. If he's maybe an option for the bullpen um, in in October because his stuff is just wicked, and I think it could get out in the big leagues if he commands it. Um, yeah, that's really, that's really the long and short of Jacob Mizierowski. He's a bad man uh, when he's got everything working. Um, Jeff, your next guy on your list is uh, is Graham Pauly, if I remember correctly, uh, who just, I believe, got bumped to double A? No, double yeah, a? San Antonio. He's headed double to San Antonio, yeah. Along um, with uh, a lot of other guys, a lot of big moving day in the Padres system. Huge moving day in the Padres system, actually. Uh, how many guys got moved? Um, a lot in that one. Was it like seven or eight? A lot. I'll just <laughs> go with that. A lot. It was because, like, it was Martorella, Pauly, Solace, and Marcy. Snelling. Lesko and Zavala moved up to high A, but I was saying well, yeah, I'm just talking about five the whole players thing. just from Fort Wayne that moved up, right? Yeah, it's a very um a very interesting one. Yeah, and um, you know, as for for Paulie, he's one of these guys, and I'm sure he's gonna be somebody that I write about quite a bit this offseason. Um, kind of falls into that sort of data darling category of um he shows high on Dylan's Robo Scout. Um, when you look at sort of underlying skills, you know, he's got really good underlying numbers. The launch angles aren't bad. Um, you know, really good plate skills. Uh, his power numbers aren't, uh, aren't all that crazy either. He's kind of similar to <laughs> just Sterling Thompson, to be frank. Um, another guy with a really low in-zone whiff rate. It's another one that's below 12%. Um, he's above 80 182 percent ish in terms of where he's at for overall contact rate uh chases at a pretty low rate so plate skills wise he's sort of picturesque um really really refined and i mean it's not a shock when you talk about a guy who spent i believe four seasons at duke um so you know he is an, an older player was a 13th round pick back in 2022 um and he's hit he's hit in you know as an older player in lower levels um, so there's still some question marks there as a 22 year old in a ball um, spent 62 games uh, with, with low a um, Lake Elsinore hit 309, 422, 465. Um, got the bump up a couple months back, spent 45 games in Fort Wayne, as we discussed, hit 300, 358, 629. He'll play his first double a game this evening, um, but had a 144 WRC plus in low a and a 169 WRC plus in high A. So overall, it's it's really good numbers. There's great plate skills there. Uh, I don't think there's a ton of power. Um, but, you know, maybe this is um, 
he's not Owen Miller, but maybe like that style of player where it's sort of like this maybe second division regular, like up and down bench guy. Like there's somewhere in that mix of roles that he could potentially fit in in range of outcomes. Um, I do think he's a good enough hitter. He's going to hit his way into the major leagues. It's just, it may not be for any substantial amount of time or major role. Um, but I think when you're talking about a 13th round pick and a guy who spent four years in school um, and I think was considered kind of a fringy pro uh, when he was drafted, I think this is a really good outcome. And Paulie has uh, certainly exceeded my expectations of the guy that I saw for a couple summers in the Cape. I, when you said he went to Duke, I'll be honest, I have no recollection of him at Duke, which scares me. Um, I'm like, did I did I make a boo boo? I was almost positive. No, no, I'm I'm saying if I I never saw him, and I I live in North Carolina. I live yes, eight minutes from Duke. And I don't remember that name ever. Um, yeah, I remember because he played for Katuit, and then they dropped him pre-draft, and I think he ended up with Harwich for a few games. But yeah, um, and I'm wrong. You um, can make up anything. I wouldn't know. And so. I'm, I'm actually incorrect. It looks like he spent two seasons at Duke. It's 2021 and 2022. Um, and I guess I only remember him playing in the Cape once. So there you go. So my recollection was a little off. It wasn't four years at Duke, but um, still. <laughs> there you well, go. The one thing I recollect that we need to do is take an ad break right now. So we will do that right now. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. What I love about using Indeed is how it does a lot of that organizational work for me. I can sort through candidates. I can respond to them. I can schedule interviews all through Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses, including Baseball America, that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Baseball America. Just go to Indeed.com slash Baseball America right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Baseball America. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back. The last player we're going to discuss on the hot sheet is uh, Yankees outfielder Jason Dominguez, who I believe it's reported out there that he uh, just got the bump to AAA Scranton. Um, as, as the Yankees make some moves in their system with, I believe, Everson Pereira is coming up and Oswald Peraza is coming up, or Oswald, if you say his name correctly, um, is coming up. Um, so he makes the corresponding move and goes to AAA, the precipice of the big league. Um, and then, you know, he had a huge week this week, uh, in, as, as Somerset faced Reading. you know, as I wrote in the capsule, um, for his, uh, hot sheet thing, you know, we've done the, these in-season updates and 30 updates for the top 100 and all these things. And every time we talk to people in the industry and we get feedback, it's always, yeah, the baseball card numbers aren't great right now. But don't let that dissuade you too much. You know, he's still a very, very good prospect. Even, you know, there's a lot of expected stats that aren't, you know, obviously translating for what, one reason or another. There are certainly, it's certainly not perfect right now, but um, it started to show his real skills. You have to remember, he's, he's 20 years old in AA. He was one of the youngest players in the league this year. And, you know, sometimes it takes him a little longer relatively speaking you know they can't all start you know molten and continue that way especially here in the northeast where sometimes it's pretty cold although this year if i remember correctly it was kind of mild to start in parts of the country uh point is dominguez has had a bit of a bust out this month uh he's had the best month of his upper level career and you know this weekend week in reading i think he hit four home runs or something uh the whole somerset team i think went off uh against the fighting Phils at one of my favorite parks in the country. Um, and yeah, I, it, Dominguez is starting to show signs of the potential that the Yankees and uh, everyone had hoped for him uh, since the day he signed. Jeff, I think you've seen him this year. I haven't seen him since the fall league last year. Uh, what have you thought of old Jason Dominguez, old 20-year-old Jason Dominguez? Yeah, and I've seen him at uh, two different points throughout the season. Uh I saw him for four games uh, in May, uh, mid-May, um, and that was when he was sort of cold um, at that point in the year. And since, I think, like July 1st has really just been on fire. Um, and I had, I, I, you know, I had the opportunity to see him sort of at the start of that run, and I just felt like the quality of the at-bats um, had taken a major step forward and it was good anyway, but I felt like he had started to find a balance of a discerning plate approach and aggressiveness that lended itself to a lot more hard contact. Um, just less passive at-bats. I felt early he was kind of passive. It's wasn't as cold as as it was rainy <laughs> this this summer and this spring um 
and I just felt like he was often sort of feeling himself out against older competition. Very much felt like that. Um, the last time I saw him for a, a couple of games, uh, just like I said, like there were strikes and pitches in the outer half that he maybe would fight off or even attack that he wouldn't have previously. There is a lot of power here from both sides of the plate. Um, there's good approach. He doesn't swing and miss all that much. You know, it's pretty good contact skills. Really a good underlying um, tools, I think, at the plate. And, you know, he can run a little bit. I don't know. He's not a double-plus runner or anything crazy like that. Or he's it's not going to be that long-term. And he's a fine center fielder that probably ends up in right field long-term. Um, but overall, I think it is a, a player that's starting to come into his own. And I think when you consider – his age and normal expectations for a 20 year old switch hitter who spends the entire season in double a um, and now above he's really exceeded those expectations for a normal player. It's just, we had such crazy comps and all that sort of stuff. And you almost kind of feel bad for the guy. And you know, I've heard people within the game scouts front office people who kind of say the same where, you know, I kind of feel bad for that kid. He's having a pretty good season. He's a pretty good player, but you know, those those comps and things that were written about during 2020 when we're all locked in our houses um, sort of haunt him a little bit because the hype was so accentuated versus a normal international player. Right. You know, and the way you describe it sounds a little bit like what uh, Luis Matos went through last year where he was kind of in between approaches kind of in 2022, 2021. He was super aggressive and they tried to change that. And then 2022, he might have gotten too passive and got himself some bad counts and did some, you know, and got unfavorable results. And then this year, he kind of found a happy medium and got to the big leagues for a while and then got set back down. And now it's back in the big leagues. But the way you described it kind of sounds like that sort of life cycle. All right. So now let's move on to what we're doing this week. Uh, you mentioned that you, those those guys uh, you're seeing up north, that you have a chance to see a bunch of Mets. Um, I think we already talked about this, actually, now that I think about it. Um, i probably be sporadically at games, um, maybe more toward the weekend, because, um, like I said, ACL and FCL top 20s are uh, rolling, rolling along. And as we've been doing this here, I got more pages to proof in my email. So I've got a fair amount of stuff on my plate. Um, sad day today. Complex league season's ended. Uh, everybody in the DR hopefully stay safe. There's a, a hurricane bearing down on them. The entire uh, DSL slate ended or got canceled today. So that season is over. Um, I don't know if that affects the playoffs or not. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to... Uh, get here into the FCL and ACL playoffs very soon. And then before you know it, it will be instructional league and Arizona fall league, which you know, makes my heart a flutter um, with the, the thought of being in Arizona for a couple of weeks. Uh, Jeff, any parting thoughts? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm going to uh, have a couple of good weeks up here in the Northeast. Um, you know, uh, Portland's going to have some decent series coming in. They get a pretty good club. I'm uh, going to have Richmond next week in, in Hartford. They're actually in Portland this week, but instead I'll see Binghamton. Um, and then Worcester actually has uh, Norfolk finally coming in. So I'm finally going to get to see them after like three years of games in Worcester. 
uh, I'll get to see Norfolk. Not that they'll necessarily have a ton of talent, but there might be some guys still, and uh, they have some interesting players. So <laughs> I'm kind of just interested in getting a look at uh, some teams I actually haven't seen this season or haven't seen this version. Like This version of the Binghamton team is very different from the one uh, that I saw back in May, and it's probably more similar to uh, the Brooklyn team that I saw. So uh, could be pretty interesting just in terms of some of the promotions that could be coming up on some of these clubs and could see some good players. So, yeah, I'm excited to to mix it up over the next couple of weeks and uh, get my last sort of gasp of games here in the Northeast uh, while the weather's still good. And, you know, those games after Labor Day for a few weeks are beautiful because the crowds die down a little bit and uh, you maybe get to see some players at the end of the season. So not too bad. Yep. Everybody is back at school. Uh College football season is in, and that takes people's attention away. High school football too. Yep. But and the weather, the weather finally gets good. I mean, it's been particularly oppressive this summer, as pretty much anyone knows who's been outside in just about any part of the country. But yeah, that's our plans for the next couple of weeks. Hopefully, uh, you know, I get some decent games up in the north, the northwest, and uh, we'll talk to you. Well, I might not talk to you next week because, like I said, I'll be flying. Uh, across the uh, the country so jeff might have a different uh mammal with him next week it might be the parrot and the aardvark or the parrot and the binturong maybe it's the coop, the coop bear oh no you gotta, gotta think of a different mammal I, i'm the only bear around here uh could be i think i think we should make jj a binturong look it up it's a cool animal that's no slander to jj for Jeff in Massachusetts, I'm Josh in North Carolina. Talk to you later. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.